Hey everybody and welcome back to One More Minute. It's your girl Monique and guys we're about to celebrate Valentine's Day like Valentine's Day is in two days and I still remember Valentine's Day from last year. That's how quickly time is passing. So in comparison to this year and last year, last year my sister and I we were you know down in the dumps about love and we said you know what girl we're gonna get up and go to New Orleans. We literally rode to New Orleans in the middle of the night like this time last year I was on the road Heading to the Big Easy and I had the time of my life. Now, in comparison to this year, I'm in the house. I decided to kick off the holiday weekend celebrating myself. I went and made my favorite meal. Went and got me some bourbon salmon from Whole Foods. If you haven't tried it, you probably should. Made a meal. Had me some water. Made me my favorite veggies. Sat down. Listened to some BJ the Chicago Kid. I mean, I'm in here grooving and just, just having the time of my life. And so, naturally, when you think about Valentine's Day, of course, you're going to think about love. Love, you know, Valentine's Day is a man-made holiday, by the way. We're supposed to celebrate love, celebrate the one you're with, but most importantly, celebrate yourself. And so, as I begin to think about Valentine's Day and, you know, my lack of relationship that I have, I start to think about my obsession with black love. Now, everybody that knows me knows that if I'm not writing about it, I'm talking about it. If I'm not talking about it, I'm dreaming about it. If I'm not dreaming about it, I'm like trying to visualize and manifest it. I'm obsessed with black love and I wish I could fully articulate it. Um, so I guess I'm going to try to give it a shot. So just try and follow along. So for me, there's something so special and whimsical about black love. To me, it's electrifying, it's tantalizing and addictive. Black love for me goes beyond like, you know, visually melanin meshing. It, to me, black love, it melts and becomes one. Black love goes back to the start of mankind. You know, we all are, you know, we all come from Africa. Black love is the start of mankind. It's the creator of civilization. Black love is my, like, lifetime obsession. For me, it goes beyond hashtags and trending topics. It's my real-life goal. So I remember I was sitting down with a guy that was a potential love interest. We'll just refer to him as my gentleman caller. And he challenged me on my stance about championing, championing black love. For him, he was trying to figure out why I was singling out one type of love based upon race. When in his mind, love has no, no limits and it goes beyond color. I mean, well, duh, that makes sense. Um, I guess he himself had dated outside of his race and he couldn't wrap his finger around the concept. So I had to agree with him. Love has no color. You know, love can exceed the span of time, all that good, mushy stuff. Um, but I had to quickly explain to him that black love is the only thing that I know. It's the only thing that I've experienced, and it's the only thing that I've seen firsthand. So let's be clear. I'm not opposed to people dating outside their race. Um, I've actually entertained the idea. I've never actually done it. So I apply people to take a chance on love, whether it's black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Chinese, whatever. Do your thing. As um, long as the love is pure and unadulterated, I think love is beautiful and it's awesome and amazing. However, for me, there's something about black love that ignites a fire up inside of me. Now, I'm a product of a black man and a black woman who were married for almost 30, 30 years until my dad, you know, tragically passed away. I saw a couple that celebrated each other's highs and overcame each other's lows. I witnessed a couple that built a home from the bottom up. My parents came, you know, from not so great neighborhoods in Miami. They found each other and built this amazing life together. Um, I experienced a spiritual couple that kept God at the center of their relationship. My parents were pastors. I used to see my mom, you know, by people's children's school clothes, the same amount of school clothes that I had, they had. I witnessed my dad take out a $20 bill out of his pocket and give it to people just because they needed food or they needed gas or they just needed something. Um, 
I was raised by a couple that poured everything into me to make me the sharp woman that I am. I saw death break apart their relationship, but God still kept their union. So for me, black love is all that I know. So visually, when I see black love, I see it as an everlasting beating heart. It beats to the tune of its own drum. It's a tight rope that can't break. It's strong and resilient. It doesn't bend or clamor. It's watered with the nutrients of compassion. It sparkles even when it's dull. It goes through trials and tribulations. It testifies to unbelievers. It transcends time and translates through every language. As you can see, black love for me is a little deep, right? Maybe it's, it's because I'm a hopeless romantic or maybe just because I believe in the power of love. Sometimes I find myself on social media for hours or even on Essence.com, you know, the Just Engaged or Bridal Bliss section or Mona Luchi Bride or My Nigerian Wedding, you know, anything that's showcasing black love. And I find myself gathering pictures of black couples from all across the world to just marvel in admiration. You know, I'm obsessed with the law of attraction and manifesting what I want. So in my mind, if I see it, I'll picture it and it'll come true and I'll have my own black love. You know, I look to love, especially while living in a world where people of color are constantly fighting to just be good enough or be recognized, um, where people of color are fighting to be the best and not just the first, struggling to make a difference without being shot and killed in a world of, you know, in a world of dysfunctional relationships where monogamy is scarce. That goes across every, you know, religious background, every racial background. I still find solace in the anatomy of black relationships. So when I think about Mike and Sharon, those are my parents, Will and Jada, Denzel and Pauletta, Solange and Alan, Tiana and Iman, Cornelius and Lindsay, Grant and Tamia, Devon and Megan, Donald and Erica, Warren and Erica, Melvin and Nicole. I mean, the list can go on. These are couples that inspire me. Yes, no couple is perfect. You're correct about that. And as an outsider looking in, there's so many stories within their love story that I haven't even read, but the stories that I have read and their stories, they give me goosebumps. Positive images of functional love make me swoon and they reignite my, my, my faith in the power of love, especially black love. So as a single black woman who considers myself as a catch, I consider myself to be worthy of love. I consider myself you know, worthy of being with a good black man. I cherish positive images of functional relationships. I can't lie, you know, within the last year I broke up. I was in a bad relationship, got out of that. Started dating a little bit, it was crap. You know, talking to people, it didn't work out. You know, my, my vision on the possibility of love was, you know, was a little blurred. But, you know, some black love and those positive reinforcements have given me the patience to continue to wait on my prints. Now, you know, growing up in that Disney era, you think about Prince Charming. We know no man is perfect, but I'm waiting on the one that God has, you know, kind of tailor-made for me. The one that God created just for Monique. You know, the one I ain't got to beg or steal. I ain't got to do nothing. I ain't got to worry about him lying. I got to worry about him having other women. The one that's for me, I'm waiting on that one. And, you know, when you look to or thanks to Monday Night Ratchet television, it can be discouraging to see those little remnants of colored people in relationships that are in shambles. I don't think anybody wants to find themselves shot with Peter's gun, pun intended. Nobody wants to be like Tara or Amina. But, 
you know, we have to encourage ourselves. We have to build ourselves up. We have to plant those seeds of positive black love to remind us that it does exist and it can happen. So black love gives me something to look forward to. It gives me something to share with my unborn children. It gives me something to share with my, you know, future fine black husband. You know, for me, images of black love shine. And I hope that one day I can shine too. So as we go into Valentine's Day, whether you're single, whether you have a spouse, whether you have a love interest, remember to not only celebrate the one you're with, but remember to celebrate yourself. Um, You know, black love. You know, for me, it's black love because I'm black. But if you listen to it and you ain't black, if it's white love, Hispanic love, whatever love is for you, define it how you want to. Just, you know, immerse yourself in it and love yourself in the process. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I know I did. I can't wait to celebrate Valentine's Day. I got a whole list of things that I'm doing for myself and I can't wait. And I'm very excited. Not that I don't celebrate myself every day, but this is an extra reason to spend more money on myself. Uh, Make sure you log on to www.spfproject.com. This is a double hitter. Make sure you go to SoundCloud, Monificent 11. Listen to all my podcasts. Listen, like, and share. Hope you all have a safe and amazing and wonderful Valentine's Day weekend. And as always, until the next time I talk to you, I'm just going to keep giving you mo.